Hello and welcome to the Seekers World, the place where the young people, pioneer, explorer and scientist learn something new or explore the world. This is your host Shumakshi Sharma. So, let's start our next chapter of the book, My Journey Transforming Dreams into Actions, written by APJ Abdul Kalam. Chapter 6 My first mentor Ahmad Jalaluddin A few remarkable people have appeared at critical times in my life and proceeded to mold or reorient my ways of thinking something that they have been changed the course of my life to these mentors i am always grateful and remember them more and more each day now if i could have all the time in the world i know what i would do I would spend time in remembering these people who shaped my life. They are like the sun that warms the face and the wind that embraces. One such person in my life was Ahmad Jalaluddin. When I was still a young boy, my father decided to build a boat to start a ferry business. I was fascinated with the way the boat was taking shape as such as each plank of wood was slotted into its place and the outline of the boat become clearer i found it harder and harder to tear myself away from the place by the beach where the boat was being built jalaluddin who also lived in rameshwaram and would help my father was the first to notice my interest in the boat Unlike the other adults who were too busy going there about their work he would spend some time chatting with me every day We would talk about uh, the boat, how it should be built and painted and all the work that still needed to get done on it. From there an unusual friendship grew between me, a little boy, and Jalaluddin, a much older, wiser person who was 15 years senior to me. Our conversations gradually took other turns as they turned into years and both of us grew older jalaluddin became my brother in law he married my sister zohra our relationship took on more depth what i remember most distinctly from the time as our our walks around rameshwaram town we would set out almost every evening started from moscow street where our house was located and walk towards the shore of the sea The town would be busy at the time with pilgrims making their way to and from the temple. Our first halt would be the Shiva temple where our steps would fall in with those making their circumlations as they said their prayers some would be kneeling and touching the ground after every few steps while other would be helping old parents or relatives perform the pilgrimage. Among us these peoples are thought to would turn to our spiritual matters and our conversations would often be about god Jalaluddin's relationship with god was slightly different from the one i was used to seeing in my father my father was a pious man who followed every rule of worship not just outwardly but as a deeply felt need within him Saying the namaz and every other form of prayer was as much a part of his being as breathing or eating. 
Jalaluddin Chiu was a devout man. However, for him, God was almost like a friend. He talked to God and presented all his problems to him in the way one does to a living entity. For him, it was inconceivable that God would not present a solution if Jalaluddin spoke about his dilemmas to him. As we made our way with the pilgrims and I watched them perform their rituals and listened to Jalaluddin at the same time, in my mind these two faiths melded into one. Was it possible that in this sense at serene atmosphere of Rameshwaram, the prayers of so many of the faithful uttered in different tongues and born from various beliefs were reaching different gods? It could not be. I was convinced that the one who heard everyone out was a common entity. But I also secretly wondered if my friend had a special connection that allowed him to see gold everywhere. And it was that which let him speak so freely to him. Jalaluddin was not very highly educated. He had been able to complete his education till the 8th standard only, as he had to start working in order to earn for his family. But he was also among the few in Rameshwaram with some knowledge of the English language. He could read and write English and therefore was in a great demand among the residents to write their applications or any other official letters. Seeing the respect with which he was treated by the townspeople, I too wanted to be like him and study as much as possible. On his part, perhaps it was because of his slightly better educational background that Jalaluddin was among the first people to notice the immense curiosity and thirst of knowledge that flowed within me. In those days, I had an instable interest to learn more about everything, and it was my brother-in-law who indulged my questions. I plied him with more and more queries, and he would answer me as patiently as he could, and with as much knowledge as he had gathered. He opened my eyes when he talked about so many things that lay outside the purview of our daily lives, nature, space, scientific discoveries, books, and famous peoples. I have often pondered the question, what creates our personalities? How much does the environment play a part and how much if of it is inborn? If I look back at my life, I can put a finger on specific qualities that were transmitted to me from those closest to me. From my parents, I learned honesty, self-discipline, faith and kindness. And from my closest friends, Jalaluddin and my other cousin, Samshuddin, I learned to recognize the fact that every human carries something special within himself. These men were the ones who saw a spark in me and encouraged and nurtured me. They were not sophisticated, rather they had a direct intuitive approach to life. They often knew my questions and ambitions even before I had been able to articulate them to my own self. They could then draw these out from within me and help me set my life's goal. As I grew up, Jalaluddin was among the first to encourage me to break away from the confines of Rameshwaram. 
when i wanted to continue my studies in a bigger school in a different town he was the one who made the arrangements traveled with me to ramanathpuram and so me settled into the shwars high school there for a boy who had not known life outside the place where i had grown up even ramanathpuram was a big change i missed my family my familiar surroundings my mother and her cooking at that time i it was jalaluddin who instilled in me the power of positive thinking he would tell me that i needed to control these emotions in order to fulfill my desires for a better education whenever i felt homesick and sad i thought of him and his words and they gave me the courage i needed to plunge into the unfamiliar life of a pupil living in a boarding school at every stage of my life till i became an adult in the real sense of the word someone who is in control of his own actions this man walked with me he picked me up when i faltered encouraged me when i felt i could not carry on and stood by me as i took my first tentative steps in the outside world how can i forget the day when he and samshuddin accompanied me to bombay now mumbai to santakurs airport because i was going to do something no one had imagined even 20 years earlier in rameshwaram i was going to the us to nasa on a 6 month training program i had become an engineer by then and had been accepted as a rocket engineer by the indian national committee for space research who was sending me to the united states jaladuddin and samshuddin saw me off at santa cruz airport my trepidation about traveling abroad was reflected in their anxiety about being in a big city like bombay yet they carried their dignity upon them like a mantle i recall seeing them at the airport gate and feeling their positivity and optimism reach in my in reach me in waves they were men who saw only the good in me and had implicit faith in my following the correct path always standing there i was overcome by my sentiments and my love for them and tears filled my eyes through the mist of the tears i held on to them and jalaluddin said to me abdul we have always loved you and we believe in you we shall always be proud of you how can i ever forget these words of encouragement i now think that jalaluddin not only held my hands and taught me to walk tall in this world he also taught me how to live i grew into a man with my own ideas and creative thought processes under his influence an influence that remained with me even when i moved far away from him and my family and made my way in the world and if he taught me the ways of life how could it be that he would not teach me the harsher yet most constant fact of life that is death while i was working on the slv3 rocket project for the indian space research organization news came to me one day that my brother in law my friend and guide was no more it was a deep shock for me jalaluddin was not of the age for this 
when i got the news i was dumbstruck how could this have happened how could we all be alive and this man be no more in my shock i remember speaking words that made little sense i could not think feel or move for a time finally i gathered myself together and leaving instructions with my colleague i made preparations to leave for rameshwaram as i traveled back home in buses that wheezed and ground on the intercity roads buffeted by people and the wind blowing in from the open windows amidst the chatter of fellow travelers travelers i felt myself to be completely alone perhaps there comes a time in each of our lives when we finally leave our childhood selves behind and this was mine with jalaluddin a part of me also passed away gone forever was the boy who needed to be guided who asked questions by the dozen and who knew that whatever he did there was a pair of loving hands always ready to hold his own hands and guide him when i closed my eyes images from long ago flashed by of leaving for ramanathpuram of jalaluddin arranging the money to buy my books of him standing at santa cruz airport tears glistening in his eyes tears of unbearable pride that can be felt only by those who have truly loved and brought up by a child i saw him walking with me on the sandy shores of our little town pointing out the stars and the moons explaining where the sun went when it finally sank into the sea i reached home to find my sister growing piteously with her was many little nice mehboob her father gone well before his time i met my father who was now a hundred years old and yet for the first time i felt that he had really aged the grief of losing his son in law seemed to have shifted something within him we put our dear friend and son to rest and the whole time i could not find the tears to shed at his going it was as if i was choking in a daze through a fog of memories after the burial my father that most perceptive man of man even in his great old age held my hands and set me beside him for the first time i noticed that he too had not shed tears he said to me abdul do you not see how the lord strengthens the shadows had it been his will he could have been made them constant but he makes the sun their guide little by little he shortens them he has made the nights for us to rest and has sent jalaluddin into a long sleep a dreamless sleep a complete rest of all his beings within simple unconsciousness nothing happens that has not been ordered by allah and in him we will have to keep our trust and faith i sat back and reflected on my father's wise words that is not something to be afraid of and i have never seen it that way yet the sadness that it brings cannot be shrugged away we will go when our time will come but when some of us go earlier than the old 
others like Jalaluddin who did not live to see his children grow into adults who did not get to see them married or played with their his grandchildren the sadness that wells up within the heart is a reality that one has to go on living with my friend ahmed jalaluddin was an ordinary man for many but my friend and mentor ahmed jalaluddin was also a remarkable man he brought about change and shaped the minds of those around him with the sheer power of his love simplicity and understanding there are such remarkable men in every city and living in his country i was lucky that i found him so near to me and that he closed to grasp my hand when he did in order to make me the man i would become one day